Breaking news from The Athletic. It's Tua time in Miami. We've got a little bit of breaking news as Tua Tagovailoa named the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Welcome in. I'm Kent Garrison from The Athletic NFL. Welcoming in Josh Tolentino from The Athletic Miami, who covers the Dolphins. And Josh, take us through your first reaction to this news. Yeah, Ken, I think we all kind of knew that Tua time was going to come at some point this season. I think uh, many of us, including myself, imagine it being a little bit later in the season, especially with the team being pretty relevant at this time. You know, they're three and three heading into their bye week. Ryan Fitzpatrick has has ultimately done just that, keep the team competitive and uh, gotten his teammates to really rally behind him and his veteran leadership, including Tagovailoa. He's been singing his praises all season from a mentor-mentee standpoint. But you know what? Tua got into the game against this uh, shutout of the Jets this past Sunday. Uh, the Dolphins won 24-0 at that point. You know, the game was already decided. But with less than three minutes, they went to Tua, and he, ha- he took five snaps. And, and to uh, some surprise, including two pass attempts, which he both completed, uh, but it was more so, Kent, the very first one. Uh, it was the second snap. They were in pistol formation, and Tua faked a handoff to Matt Breida before rolling out to his left side. And immediately, uh, he was under pressure. Uh, two Jets defenders in, in Miami's own end zone uh, about to sack him, and he was able to evade the pressure through the pass. And I think that was the ultimate sign that, hey, from a health standpoint, he's absolutely ready. And, and now, you know, the Tua era finally begins. It's Tua time in Miami. Yeah, that's interesting because, like you said, they are winning with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you would think they would go to Tua if they were losing, but the fact that they are relevant right now and they're going to Tua right now, and they must believe in Tua, are they trying to put some kind of a run together for 2020, maybe in this division, where uh, anything, anything is uh, kind of up in the air? Yeah, I think everybody has to remember still that this is Brian Flores' second year. You know, Understandably, they're still in a rebuild. But this isn't your typical rebuild team. I mean, typically it takes three, four years for a rebuild for you to fully see that product on the field. But the Dolphins, outside of getting Tua with the fifth overall pick, this is a team that spent $200 million, the most in the NFL and free agents this offseason. And they realize that there's a shot to compete here in the division, especially with Tom Brady out of the division, you know, the Patriots – are in third place right now. The Dolphins head in their bye, just one one game out of first place behind Buffalo. And really, you look back at the Buffalo and New England games. You know, if they just they're just a short a couple plays there. I mean, those were both winnable games. So uh, the Dolphins do realize that. Um, and I've heard this from several people across the organization this morning that. It's not just that they're in the rebuild, but they also realize that they're competitive and they think that Tua, uh, that, that he, the coaching staff finally believes that he's ready, uh, that he can also not just keep them competitive, but also compete for a playoff spot you know, come the next few months. Now, what do you expect the Miami offense to look like with Tua? Do you expect a run-heavy offense at first, maybe ease him into the passing game? Do you expect him in shotgun a lot? What, what's the prognosis down there in terms of how the offense is going to look? Yeah, I wrote about this in a little bit in our instant reaction on the athletic.com. But with Tua, I think that we're going to see exactly that. A lot of shotgun pistol formation. Um, I'd be surprised. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll, that's one thing I'll be definitely be paying attention to is his snap count out of, you know, single back 
the eye uh, strong formation because I, I do think they want to protect him here. And while he has checked all the the boxes from a health standpoint, I think that's still always going to be a lingering thought, especially because you had thought that the the Dolphins, and I, this isn't just a, a running thought on my own end, but but have heard this from several people across the team, but that they wanted to wait towards more towards that year mark because you know once you hit that year mark, that's really that from a mental physical standpoint, those that's the year mark after a serious injury really is the big checkpoint, you know, the big mental hurdle, but you know, they're going to Tua just shortly after that. It's been about 11 months since that gruesome hip injury that ended his final season at Alabama. But um, from an offensive standpoint, I mean, it's just a simple eye test that, uh, you know, he's got so much more velocity and zip to his throws and pregame warmups compared to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who again has done a good job, but at the same time, I mean, they're just, you know, simple mistakes and uh, a lot of turnovers from Fitz's end. Um, I think putting Tua there in the backfield, um, I don't think they're necessarily going to start running the ball more, but I do think that he gives them a lot more dynamic in terms of what he's going to bring to the team offensively. Last thing here for you. I don't know if you play fantasy at all, but do you think Tua might be somebody worth picking up and taking a chance on in fantasy? Is he going to have that kind of an impact in terms of maybe running with the ball and things like that? Ken, I honestly think that he will. I mean, I think that he's uh, capable of throwing, you know, averaging three, four touchdowns a game from a passing standpoint, Uh, especially you, you look at his, his weapons, they're, they're coming into form this season. Preston Williams, he's a second year receiver. Uh, coming off an ACL injury. He was really slow to begin the season, but he's had consecutive touchdowns um, in games now. And obviously, Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki. Uh, I mean, they've got some weapons. Matt Breida, one of the quickest players in the NFL. So I think that's – I mean, this West Coast-style offense that Chan Gailey employs, I think that Tua is going to benefit from him. Is you know Chan Gailey the long-term solution at offensive coordinator in Miami for Tua's – longevity here i'm not certain to that standpoint i think the reason they brought chan in was to you know maximize fitz's final time here at the end of his career because you know of their history together but also you know see smooth uh tua in here or ease him in i mean and you know now that Tua is finally going to be able to to get that full benefit of those full-time snaps under chan gailey is a play calling josh thanks so much for doing this Everyone check out Josh's extended coverage of this decision and what this means for the Dolphins and follow Josh on Twitter and all of his coverage as the season progresses here because who knows what might happen with this Miami Dolphins team. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned to The Athletic for more breaking news coverage.